Hello, this is Anbiti from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 16th of September. The Enforcement Directorate carried out more than 40 raids across the country related to the Delhi liquor policy scam. To the surprise of Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, who says he doesn't even understand what the alleged scam is. The ED conducted search operations in Bengaluru, Hyderabad, Nellore, Chennai and NCR in connection with its money laundering investigation related to the Delhi liquor policy case. Those raided include vendors, distributors and middlemen suspected to be involved in the alleged scam. The raids come a day after BJP released a quote-unquote sting alleging that the now-scrapped liquor policy was designed to benefit a select few people. A case of money laundering related to the alleged scam was filed by CBI against Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sodia in early September. Several other Aadmi Party leaders have been accused of being involved in the alleged scam as well. Addressing a press conference today, Kejriwal said that the ED and the CBI were quote-unquote unnecessarily troubling everyone. He said the Lieutenant Governor, the CBI, and the BJP have quoted varying sums of money involved in the alleged liquor scam, but he didn't understand what it really is about. He said, and I quote, One of their leaders says the scam is of rupees 8,000 crore. The LG says it's a scam of rupees 144 crore. And the CBI FIR says the scam is of rupees 1 crore. I don't understand what the liquor scam is. Unquote. The Supreme Court today issued a notice to the Centre on petitions challenging the Delhi High Court's split verdict on marital rape, Live Law reported. The issue came to the Apex Court after Delhi High Court delivered an ambiguous and split verdict on May 11th. One of the judges favoured striking down the exception in the law that grants protection to husbands from being prosecuted for non-consensual sex with their wives. The other refused to hold it unconstitutional. Justice Shagdar had declared that marital rape still amounts to rape and the implied exception under the Indian Penal Code 1860 is violative to the wife's right to life, right to equality, right to freedom and expression. Whereas Justice Hari Shankar stressed on the sanctity of marriage and said that he does not agree with Justice Shagdhar. Both the judges agreed to grant the certificate of leave to appeal to the Supreme Court in the matter. The Supreme Court today agreed to club all pending matters regarding marital rape case and listed the issue for further hearing in February 2023. RID Foundation and All India Democratic Women's Association and two individuals challenged the verdict and claimed these exceptions were unconstitutional. Listeners, in other news, Forbes today announced that Gautam Adani and family is the second richest in the world, surpassing business empires Louis Vuitton and Amazon. The tremendous rise of Adani is a story of its own. But for now, let's focus on his foray into the media space. AMG Media Networks Limited, the fledgling media arm of Adani Enterprises, announced on August 23rd that it was acquiring 29.18% of NDTV. The deal helped some NDTV executives make gains from selling their stock. Read my colleague Tanishka Sodhi's report titled Top NDTV Executives Make Windfall Gains from Adani's Takeover on Newslaundry.com to discover how Adani's takeover has sent the media company's share price soaring, enabling top executives to make a tidy profit.
if you like this report and want more ground reports exclusive podcasts and videos consider subscribing to news laundry news laundry is a completely ad free platform we don't take ads from governments or corporations which means our journalism isn't shaped by the pressures of advertiser money if you want to be a part of our ad free model and support independent journalism go to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button at the top right corner subscription plans begin from as low as rupees 300 a month pay to keep news free former maharashtra minister aditya thakre claimed today that maharashtra lost more than 1 lakh job opportunities as vedanta and foxconn chose gujarat over maharashtra for their new project to make semiconductors in india The Indian mining conglomerate Vedanta and Taiwanese electronic manufacturing giant Foxconn had held talks with Maharashtra to set up their new semiconductor plant. Officials had claimed earlier that the deal was almost finalized with rupees 1.5 lakh crore investment for the project in Talegaon phase 4 near Pune. According to Indian Express, in a letter exchange between CM Eknath Shinde and Vedanta, the company had sought "quote unquote" alignment with the center during their talks to set up the semiconductor plant in Maharashtra. However, the joint venture signed a memorandum of understanding with the Gujarat government on Tuesday to locate the project there. Shiv Sena MP Priyanka Chaturvedi said it is a betrayal to the people of Maharashtra. but it is only natural for those who betrayed their own party to serve their quote unquote delhi bosses after multiple claims of political pressure on the venture by ncp shiv sena and other opposition parties vedanta chairman anil agarwal explained his company's decision to choose gujarat over maharashtra was an independent and professional one He said and I quote in the process of choosing a site that started about 2 years ago they held talks with Gujarat Karnataka Maharashtra and Tamil Nadu but Gujarat was chosen a few months ago unquote reacting to Anil Agarwal's explanation Chaturvedi said and I quote shame that industrialists are now being asked to defend the center's arm twisting to get them to invest in an election going state over the one already finalized and established for setting up the project as well as provide a face saver to the illegitimate government unquote shiv sena in its editorial in samna today said that the bjp must have sought this favor from eknath shinde after giving him the cm's chair addressing the shanghai cooperation organization summit in samarkand Prime Minister Narendra Modi said he wants to transform India into a manufacturing hub. He also said that the SCO needs to focus on creating diversified and resilient supply chains. For this, better connectivity and access to transit is required, especially after supply chains were disrupted by the pandemic. Modi added that India supports mutual trust and cooperation among SCO countries. Apart from Modi, Chinese President Xi Jinping, Pakistan Prime Minister Shahbaz Sharif, and Russian President Vladimir Putin are attending the summit. According to Indian Express, the summit is set to deliberate on regional security challenges, boosting trade and energy supplies, among other issues. The World Bank warned that the world is on the brink of a global recession, which could begin as early as 2023. Reuters reported. The recent study shows that the global economy is in the steepest slowdown after post-recession recovery since 1970. The three largest economies, the United States of America, 
China and the Eurozone have been slowing sharply and even a moderate hit to the global economy over the next year could tip it into recession, the study noted. World Bank President David Malpass said that the global growth is slowing sharply, with further slowing likely as more countries fall into recession. He added that if these trends continue, they would have devastating consequences for emerging markets and developing economies. Synchronized interest rate increases underway globally, and related policy actions were likely to continue well into the next year, but may not be sufficient to bring back inflation back to the levels seen before the COVID-19 pandemic, the bank said. The study suggested that central banks could combat inflation without triggering a global recession by communicating their policy decisions clearly, while policymakers should put in place credible medium-term fiscal plans and continue to provide targeted relief to vulnerable households. In an update from the universe, NASA's Mars rover Perseverance has found traces of organic matter on the red planet. The rover has collected some of the most important samples yet on its mission to determine if life ever existed on Mars, according to NASA scientists. The rover made the discovery while investigating the site of an ancient river delta. Perseverance rover, which began its mission on Mars 18 months ago, has been making some remarkable discoveries on our neighbour planet. It is aimed at looking for millions of years old biosignatures for any possible microbial life that might have existed on the planet. A few of the recently collected samples include organic matter, indicating that Jezero Crater, which likely once held a lake in the delta, had potentially habitable environment some 3.5 billion years ago. The rover uses an instrument known as the Scanning Habitable Environments with Raman and Luminescence for Organics and Chemicals or Sherlock, for its analysis. Currently, the rover contains 12 rock samples. A series of missions called Mars Sample Return will eventually take the collection back to Earth in the early 2030s to study in detail. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 